For the first time ever, I am thrilled to say we have an official sponsor for the Dirk Talk podcast, and that's Ariat. I've worn Ariat boots on every job site I've visited over the years, traveling in them across five continents. More importantly, I have yet to find a single project where working folks, unlike me, are not wearing Ariat boots and workwear in every condition imaginable. And there's really good reason for that. And that's because it's phenomenal stuff. And the more I've learned about Ariat and the company, the more I've loved their brand. So with this, Ariat is offering any Dirt Talk listener 10% off their next Ariat order at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk. That's 10% off boots, jeans, and workwear at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk or at the link in this episode's description. With that, let's get to the show. I'm just constantly like sniffling now because it's allergy season. Yeah. I, I have so many people have talked to me about that. I've never had allergies. It's the worst. My I I'm I have to like glue my hands to my 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 legs right now because I will itch my eyes. Really? It drives me nuts. <laughs> That's why like I was more than happy to go to Florida for another couple days because Yeah, there's not much down there. That's just like a safe space for allergies. People Arizona's similar, I think. Why is my picture up there? I don't know. I noticed it the other day. It was from the video that we did on Broadway. Oh. When people, like, I would, we would show them machines. Uh-huh. Yeah, To yeah, guess yeah. the machine, and then yeah. your picture was just hidden in there. And it, it got, it, that worked out. That was the best part of the video. I hate that. Did you watch the video? I did. I, it, hate, I hate that. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, is that your boss? Yeah, it's my boss. Yeah. yeah he's a real asshole, yeah. isn't he? Like, yeah, he's That's an your asshole. dad. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. Did they get consent to use your likeness? Me? Yeah. No. They never do. No, he signed a contract. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. It, I, I, it's an employment contract. No, he didn't read. He didn't read the fine print. No, I don't think I did. He can't. He can't ever leave. And we own his cats. What? <laughs> I didn't sign that. I don't Not think I even cat. own my cats. You can't own a cat. A cat just like exists. How many cats do you have now? I have three. It's a handful of cats. It's a fleet. It's a fleet. We we qualify for the fleet discount now. <laughs> on our cats i uh when i went to go buy a cat a pickup truck a f-150 for the first time they asked you if you had a cat or not well no i, I go into the dealership and uh i i, I it was a, it was going to be a company vehicle so i i thought it'd be ford fleet and he asked well how many pickup trucks are you oh. are you buying i'm like i just i need one pickup truck he's like <laughs> and he kind of laughed at me he's like <laughs> Ford Fleet's 15 pickups. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he was an asshole about it. And after that, I was like, I'm going to qualify for Ford Fleet one day. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I will have 15 plus pickup trucks one day. 15 Raptors. What is the, um, what's the, what are the benefits? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I feel like I, I can almost vehicles. qualify for Ford Fleet now. Buying vehicles is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. That's why I have a bunch of them. After 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 seeing how simple buying a skid steer was, they, it doesn't need to be that complicated. Well, and then buy a skid steer in Germany. What do you mean? It's even easier. Oh yeah, you can just do it on the just internet. Buy it online. Yes, I would like ten skid steers. Yep. And they give you a grill coupon. A what? They give you a grill coupon. What do you mean? A a coupon. 
for $100 of, of grilled meat. You're kidding me. No. If you buy a machine online. We didn't get anything with ours. With our Skitzer? Yeah. Yeah. The American cat dealers are lacking in that regard. There's less hmm. fine dining coupons associated with machine purchases. Damn. Which is a real... It was it was funny how bent out of shape people got, though, when we went to the cat factory. Oh, yeah. We did get that. Because... I mean, people were like, yeah, I've bought 20 skisters and, and I've only, yeah. I've never even gotten a hat. But they didn't ask. I don't think people ask. You got to play the cards right, they'll, man. They'll take you if you ask. They'll take you to Tanaha if you ask them. They will. Uh, yeah, it depends. It de- I guess so. Yeah, I've, I've seen some some very small companies go to Tanaha for free. Sal- salesmen will really do kind of anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we got a lot because it was uh, prime time to buy a machine. So it's like, either take it or don't. No, we we snuck in just before everything got Oh, that's tight. right. We bought it before COVID started. Yes. Or no, mm-hmm. we bought it, it was after COVID. We bought it point end of 2020. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, but we got it. We ordered it end of 2020, delivered middle of 2021. Hmm. So it still took yeah. plenty of time. Like there was still a pretty far, pretty long lead Now time. they don't have anything. Did you see Dirtworks has deer loaders because Thompson couldn't get them. I did see that. Yeah. And I said, we've had that similar. I was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was asking, I was asking Corey what kind of loader he was going to get this week. Or I was asking Alex what kind of loaders we were getting this week. And he's like, oh, we're getting deer because Thompson didn't have anything. Yeah. But they, they have Thompson skid steers, Thompson towel handlers, Thompson dozers. And the dozers weren't even, they're not LGP. They're like, they have like a no. forestry package on them. Yeah, they're little D1s with the ROPs. That sucks. With the, uh, yeah, the sweeps. That on is them. not ideal. No. But, Especially for the dirt they're using. But I feel like they, the, tr- they have the tracks, but the, the sweeps make no difference on a machine that small. The visibility sucks. No, but the fact that, yeah, they're not LGP sucks. Um, Do you just want LGP to like keep it? Uh, so that, so the skinny, the skinny tracks, they'll, sink into the dirt more mm-hmm. especially if they're shaping like that because they're constantly putting weird pressures on the machine because of the angles that they're at so that the weight of the machine isn't always evenly distributed Dis- distributed uh and so like if they're shaping a jump all the weight might be like towards the back of the machine so yeah. it sucks because then you're like leaving gouges and then Tennessee dirt just it sucks in general. Some of the worst material I've ever encountered. And not having LGP is probably not super fun for those boys today. I, if you're the guy with the dirt for those shows, you must make a killing. Not you really don't. Um, but if you're the it, only guy, no, no, no. Fifteen well, minutes away. Well, here's the thing. Most so this is one of the few situations where bringing in dirt from a job site was a thing. Most so like so MetLife, MetLife that uh, that they were at last week. They have a stockpile. They have their own dirt. They have their own dirt that they got twenty years ago. Yeah, and it goes to the same pile, and it gets covered up, and it gets used for Monster Jam, and it get gets used for Supercross. Really, that's it. It's the same dirt. But that's in like a very urban area, like to get to haul in that amount of dirt. It was like five minutes away. Some of them are pretty close. What do you mean? The dirt. Yeah. The, they keep the, it five minutes away. I know, but if they were to go buy dirt on the market. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's, why, that's half of why they do it. Yes. That's why they're having so many problems with this one, because it's 20 minutes away. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and it's and they're using a broker for the trucks, and the trucking company has no idea what they need because they've never. I mean, it's been thirteen years since they did Supercross here. Really? Yeah, they haven't done it here in the past. Really? I had no idea. I no. thought it was just an every year thing. No, I think it was a a deal with Titan Stadium I'm trying to because if you think about it, there's really nowhere else to do it. No. Hmm. How many um, people show up for Super? Is it a big deal? Um. I'll be curious to see how many people show up for this one, but it's usually like, I think the numbers are like 20 to 50,000. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. It's not as much as a football game. Football games, I think a football game here is like 150. No, 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 no. I thought a football was, stadium does not hold 150,000. How many people are here? How many, how many people does it hold? Probably like 80,000. And it's packed. Really so that's, a lot of, that. that's a lot of people. And I'm totally guessing right now. I have no idea. Can you look up how much Nissan Stadium? Jamie, look at it. Pull it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it up. Pull it up. Um, so that's still quite a few people. But that, that's so when I was out there. When did they start? Tuesday? Maybe. Well, it might be less than that. It might if if that if it's eighty sixty nine thousand one hundred forty three. So if it's sixty nine thousand, is that that's the capacity? Nice. Yeah. Uh, so. The designers. All right, it'll it'll, it'll be seventy thousand. Uh, let's make that sixty nine. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it'll, it, it's usually less than half of the stadium's capacity. Well, but I went out there dinner time. Yeah, after dinner on Tuesday, mm-hmm. when they were supposed to be just like almost through, almost done, and they had just got the outside completed. Yeah, Justin called me at like two. And because he was so stoked to go out there because I sent him out there to get video. And he called me at two. He's like, dude, this sucks so bad. I'm like, whoa, what happened? He's like, no, I just don't have the trucking company got messed up. And there's an accident on the highway. So they're getting like two trucks per hour and everybody's mm-hmm. just like taking a nap. I'm like, damn, that is a very unusual situation for these guys. Because well, it's, it's 6,000 yards of material, 400 loads. Yep. So... At the rate they were getting it, it would have taken them like 40 hours to get the dirt in. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't. They do not have 40 hours. Well, it, it, it was interesting how they did it because they, they bring the dirt in, they cover everything. Mm-hmm. So they covered the field with like a fabric and like these blocks that I saw and then plywood. Yes. And then they cover everything. In, every arena is different. Every stadium is different. Every stadium is different. So like MetLife was just a layer of, of like heavy plastic and then double layered plywood mm. so then the stadium also has the plywood they have their own plywood for this stuff really from what i understand the uh the one we were just at they the the turf was brand new mm. and they put dirt on it before people played on it oh but yeah but it's turf it is but it's like never the same really? after that yeah it fucks it up pretty bad well then they wouldn't do that Maybe they were. Uh, the money's right. Who, who plays in MetLife Stadium? Giants? It's the Giants and the, uh, what's the other team? The Jets? And the Jets! Giants and Jets. But I guess they need the money. I don't think they need the money, per se. But year-round income is nice. Yeah. Uh, so. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really think this through before I was typing out a caption this morning. But these guys, they have... They have six days to do everything from start to finish, sometimes five days, start to finish. Uh-huh. So the schedule is wild that they're working on. 
the dirt is always different. It's different everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. They have different machines everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. The and weather. Then, they're traveling. Who knows? So, so they left. <clears throat> they were in New Jersey on Monday. Yes. And they got here Tuesday night. Yes. Yeah. Half drive, half fly. Or, sorry, Monday they got here and then they started building Tuesday. And then every field is different. Mm-hmm. Different dimensions. Yep. And every track is different. Different people running it, different circumstances. So, a different trucking company, you know, different yep. different trucks, everything's yeah, different. It's, it's wild. Um, I think they've been doing it for so long, I think they kind of have a groove. They, they, they sort of understand who's where and what's what. Yeah. But, you could tell they have it figured out, but but mm-hmm. still, it was... It's a lot. That's logistically challenging. And then they lay everything out with a tape, yep. like an old school tape and uh, little wooden stakes. Yep. Two 300-foot tapes and stakes. And we were talking, uh, me and Alex have been like going back and forth for a couple months about like what they could do with GPS. Because he's like, so he does all the track design in SketchUp. And he's like, man, I'd, I'd love to have GPS just to do the corners, to set your four corners, not even to do, it's like dream tracks down in Florida. He'll do a 3D model of the track yeah, and he'll, he'll figure elevations and everything and all the features, but he, he's always outdoors. That's the problem in a stadium. And that's GPS why it doesn't work. That's what I told him. I was like, I don't. I, I, first of all, I don't think it would ever be faster than what you're doing now. And you would need, you'd basically need a total station to make it work. Yes. And I don't know if you want to spend a hundred thousand dollars, but you need a total station. And then how would you get your control point? Exactly. I, GPS is not, uh, they're, they're always trying to push it on everybody, but it's just not, it does not fit all applications yet. It doesn't fit all applications and they, oftentimes push it on people and then no one knows how to use it. Yeah. I've talked to more people in the field that don't know how to use the technology they have than know how to use the technology they have. Correct. That's, and, and I can, I've heard numbers there. It's statistically proven that most construction technology is not actually utilized. And it's not that it wouldn't help. It's just, there's a total gap in learning because it's like, there's a gap. Hey, hey Eric, we bought some fucking Trimble. Figure it out. Yes. There's a there's a gap in the sales to implementation side. Yes, 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 yeah. So they sell it. Okay, good. I got my sale. I sold you my hundred thousand dollars of GPS. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Well, how do we use it? Ah, uh, we can we can maybe get out there in fourteen weeks. Yeah. So you're just kind of hanging out with your dick in your hand. Like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. The whole the whole concept of it is kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, it's not bizarre. It's, I, I feel like it's pretty straightforward, but there's just that, that missing. The concept of them not training people on a very new system is bizarre to me and just letting them run with it. Well, and the, I think the, the length in time that it's taken, like when did GPS start coming about? Oh, mainstream. God. 15 years ago. So, so yeah, I say it's about 15 years old. My, I remember, <laughs> I remember in 2007. My dad had an emulator on his computer for the GPS system they had gotten at work. So, th- so, so we've, we've, we've spent 15 years trying to implement a technology that is very proven, uh-huh. very effective, and yet we 
as an industry still can't figure it out. Yep. That's pretty wild. Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh... <laughs> and then meanwhile, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and the Google cars are driving by me driverless. Yeah. Yeah, they've got it figured out. <laughs> it's like, uh, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a weird little industry. Um, It's not a little industry. That's the craziest part. It's Everybody, a weird, tiny little industry that when I nobody what, works in. Well, when I explain what we do, everybody's like, well, that's such a cute little niche. Yeah. Like they pat me on the head. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it's niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of like explaining to the um, the one uh, sheriff's deputy yesterday. He's like, so what? what do you do? I'm like, well, I go around the country and. I basically just like look at equipment and take pictures and videos and train people. He's like, but why? Yeah. I'm like, well, why do you guys train? Like, well, to get better. That's what we do. He's like, I'm like, how do you, how do you recruit your guys? He's like, well, we go out to uh, community events. We've got, you know, open house opportunities and we're like visiting schools. Yeah, we kind of do the same thing, sort of. Do, the do industry they, does the same thing. Do they, do they recruit from the police force, or do they? can you go sign up to be SWAT? Um, so, it's actually, it depends. So, it's all different based on what you want to do and where you want to go. So, that particular county, uh, that sheriff's office, uh, if I wanted to, I could... A year if if I quit my job right now and I drove to Florida and I signed up for the academy, a year from today I could apply for their SWAT team. Well, sorry, a year and six months because mm-hmm. it's a, they do. Not everybody does this, but they they have brought their academy in house, so they do a six month academy. Mm-hmm. They do a full training program, and it's accredited, so you can go right to take your test. You take your test and then you're, you come back and now you're a sheriff. Okay. So then you have one year probation. Yeah. And then after your one year probation of on the job training, you can apply to the different departments within the uh, organization. Uh, and one of them is, one of them is SWAT. The problem is it's not a full-time SWAT team. Yeah. So you still have to do another job. Okay. Cause they can't justify having 40 guys full-time on SWAT. Sure. So, it's a, it's actually, it's got to be the most lenient uh, requirement that I've ever heard of to get on a SWAT team, but it's, it's a three-day tryout selection process. They usually have like five or six guys and two of them will get in. It's every six months. And then uh, it's an 80-hour mandated course. You go to SWAT school. What county was this? Um, uh, I don't know if I want to say. Okay. I don't know if I want to say. I don't know if you wanted to promote promote the county since they were so cool. I th- I think we uh, it was Volusia County. Okay. So it was it's Daytona Beach area. Yeah. I just figured. I yeah it's it's probably fine. They're on my bone. I don't think they care. Yeah. If you if you feel like changing careers, um, Volusia County Sheriff's Department. I I I genuinely considered it for a couple minutes because the benefits are nuts. Really. Starting pay is like twenty seven dollars an hour. That's pretty good. Oh, in Florida, that's in great. Florida. Yeah, that's really no. Good. It's a uh, two weeks paid vacation. Uh, you don't pay a thing for insurance. Yeah, it was a pretty good deal. We we do have a weird job because yesterday you were with 
the sheriff's department. That's right, the sheriff's department. And I was running around in an NFL stadium by myself. Yep. And then, what did I do last week? I did something weird last week, too. Oh, I got to see a bridge demo this weekend. That was cool. That was really cool. What did I do last week? Went to Plateau. That was cool. Oh, I was in Atlanta. Ugh. Oh, yeah, you went to C-Strack. Yes. Atlanta. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And then, yeah, you were, you were with the same company yesterday that I was with on Sunday in New Jersey. And now they're here. Oh yeah, that's right. It's so weird. It's yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it it is it is funny how it works. And I I tell people I just appear. Mm-hmm. It kind of is how it works. I'm all the time. I'll see somebody that falls along with us. Yeah, I was just watching your stuff. Yeah, and they'll be also like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, yeah. I know that's kind of how it works. I just here I am. Well, What's it, was, up? it was really funny because on Sunday when I got there, me and Alex went and, and delivered lunch to everybody, and uh, the guys that were pushing the material up in the dump area. I walked up to the dozer and I handed the guy his bag of Wendy's. And then I was like, hey, how you doing? And this and that. I was talking to him for a little bit. And then we left. The guy messaged me like two hours later. He's like, holy shit, I didn't even realize who you were. And you just delivered Wendy's to me. I'm like, yeah, we do, man. Yep. Just you never know what's going to happen. We're, we are servants. Yep. Nothing more. We are here to serve the industry. So if you need your Wendy's, we'll get, we'll get you hooked up. Call in. Send yep. us an email. Yeah. Write us a note. We'll be there. Third world the, a better place, one Wendy's order at a time. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most expensive DoorDash. <laughs> it's an experience. You're paying for first class, bud. The um yeah, so the the bridge demo this weekend was pretty cool because Linking with Ground Level called me last week as I was packing for Savannah. Yeah. So I was going to Savannah. I don't bring anything when I go to Savannah. I don't bring a drone, I don't bring cameras. How do you get the to, to port photos? You don't take a drone with you? I I know. Well, sometimes I do like this time, but I, I don't because I, I just don't want to do any of that. Yeah. I, it, it, it keeps, I'd be so bored. I don't know how the fuck you do it. That's the point. I'm so, I'd be so bored. That's the point. But I got, I, I built a 100 page culture deck while I was there. So I'm very productive. But I, I can't have the. What's a culture deck? It's to, to help just kind of guide our entire business. You'll so see. you were working. What's the point then? Yes, I was. But it's like I have one specific project, no meetings, nothing. I, I guess. And I'd be, I'd be, I don't know how you do it. Well, anyway. Um, so I, I wasn't going to bring anything, but as I was packing for Savannah and I was going to fly back, mm-hmm. he calls me, says, hey, we're knocking down two bridges this weekend in Phoenix. You should come out. I say, great. I'll come out. So I, I changed my flights. I packed my photos so went stuff to Phoenix real quick. first, and then went to Savannah. No, no, no. I went from Savannah to Phoenix. So I went Savannah, Charlotte to Phoenix. Oh, God. Got into Phoenix Friday afternoon. Saw my mom for dinner, which was a bonus. And then they started, they, they, the, the interstate closure went into effect like around midnight. Mm-hmm. But then they had all of the traffic control that they needed to put out to close an interstate. It's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that is a lot of traffic control. It's a lot. So they closed it all down, and then they had a milling stockpiled that they loaded into articulated trucks, drove down the interstate, and placed the millings under each bridge. Oh, to protect the roadway. Yeah, so they just dropped millings right on the concrete. Uh, Interesting. About a foot of millings, and then they rolled it. So they were running a smooth drum roller. Most companies will use like crane mats. That's interesting that they went to the trouble of putting millions down. Crane mats or steel plates or 
Yeah. That seems like a lot of extra work. Yeah, but they I guess they just had a bunch of millions yeah, around. Yeah, I guess. And they hauled sense. it with articulate trucks. So Interesting. They were hauling it a ton at How a time. How do they spread it out with the excavator? Uh with a blade. A demo company with a blade? No, huh? no, no. So the the contractor oh, did all of that. Oh, okay, got it. And then they got that done about three or so, three thirty. Okay. And so ground level was knocking down one bridge with BCS knocking down the other bridge simultaneously. How far apart were they? Um, like a quarter mile, maybe Damn. a half mile. And um, um, ground level had their high reach, their 345 high reach, their 365. That high reach? Why? Uh, just because they have it. Oh. I think they okay. didn't really need it. But yeah. We have a high reach. Yeah, yeah. Let's, you, let's, you, of course yeah. we're going to bring the high yeah, reach. Come for on. sure. Everybody's always like, oh, that doesn't make sense. I'm, like, I'm surprised oh, they didn't bring the 6020. You must be fun at parties. Yeah. Uh, no, BCS has the uh, 5130. The 5130. Uh, so they have 345 high reach, 365 demo excavator, 385 with the shear, 385 with the bucket, and mm. then some smaller machines. So that was their side. And it was a, a, a kind of a big one, big bridge. And then BCS had their 395, 385, and some smaller, like 349, 335, yeah. attacking two kind of smaller bridges. Hmm. And it was uh, a blast. I, I had a really good time. Yeah. It's always a good time to see that stuff. And everybody, I don't know why, demo especially, everybody thinks they can do it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's so critical. Like, I posted that video of the 385 with the wrecking ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocking at that, that foundation. Uh-huh. And you watch when, when you're there in person, it's super effective. Yeah. Like it it mm-hmm. it breaks up that foundation. Quick. Yeah, it's less impact on the machine. It's yeah, less well, wear and tear. It's it's a significantly cheaper investment. It's super cheap. Yeah. They can unhook it. It mm-hmm. has just a hook on the back. Yep. So they can drop it, use your bucket, yeah. pick it back up. But everybody, a lot of people are like, what do they just pull it over? I'm like, Yep, go how, for it. How dumb are you? Mm-hmm. If if they could have pulled it over with a 385, they probably would have, but it's yep. a bridge foundation, you jackass. Yeah. Like, wh- do you understand how big the rebar is in those yeah. gears? Yeah, I I am like, I'm really over just, I don't even read the comments anymore. I'm so over it. I don't, I don't interact. Oh, much. It's so, everybody, yeah. everybody goes out and they, they run a skid steer for like two weeks and they think that they're God's gift to construction. And it's like, just... Go back in your hole and like, stop commenting like on stuff. Yeah, that's what I do. No, but they uh, they 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 demoed most everything with a bucket. They just had buckets on their machines, and what? they just they just broke the deck up. Wow! And then came in with the shear and snipped up the girders. So there's no hammers. Nope. I mean, they had. I don't they know had smaller machines with hammers for the little stuff. I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that says a lot about the excavator's capabilities or the weakness of the bridge. Well. I, I like the 385 or 395. It was just chewing through it. It it was just a bucket, no thumb or anything. Oh, it had a thumb on it, but they weren't using it. I mean, other than to move the the, the steel girders around. Does it have a hydraulic thumb? Yeah. On uh, 395? Yeah, they built it. That's got to be gnarly. It, it's branded BCS because they built it themselves. Does it have an extra weight on it in the back? I don't know. I don't know. Standard it's, stick? It's a Yes. Yeah, I think so. Wow. And it's a, a weird but it's, it's like a solid thumb. There's no teeth on it. Oh, it's like a demo thumb. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's oh, badass. Wow. It's super cool. So they had that on Maybe 395. Maybe I have seen that. Um, they probably posted it a while back. I think they build them. And sell, they'll sell them. They'll sell them. If you have a 395. That's right. That's, that's why I saw it, because yeah. I remember seeing the ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, they'll sell them. But oh. uh, 
but it it worked like a charm. I yeah. mean, they just sat there, just just whacking through it, and everybody's like, "Why wouldn't you use a hammer?" I'm just sitting there. Well, it it worked, so why would you use a yeah. hammer? I don't know. If yeah. you don't have to use yeah, one, why would you use one? But then I suck. knew I knew the Europeans would freak out about it, and they, it, there they, was because there was there was a uh, no Encon and there was no oil quick well yeah there there wasn't they weren't processing like oh. the europeans if that were ever hard yeah yeah they would have gone in there with processors and they would have very um surgically mm-hmm. taken that thing apart the material would have been yeah. spotless all the rebar would be spotless every girder would be cut to length like ah. they're 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 precise what were they doing hauling it away with the haul trucks um so what they did was they had demo trailers uh, for the girders okay. and for the rebar. And then they had, the contractor had like three or four 966 loaders at each bridge just sitting there waiting for them to finish. Whoa. And then what they did was they just pushed all of the concrete and millings just off to the side. Oh, wow. And they would just deal with it later and get the interstate back open. Yeah, there's nothing finesse about that. No, no, I thought they were going to clean up. They're like, no, we're just, they're just waiting to push it all out of the way. So how long are the bridges closed for? Uh, just the weekend. I mean, like the ones they deleted. What do you mean? The road that the bridges. Uh, they, they, they had already replaced the bridges. So they had oh. already built new bridges. Oh, beside... so they built them in a different location. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess if you're in the desert, you can kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah. Since there's so much space mm-hmm. over that part of the interstate, they kind of were able to redirect the road and they needed to do new flyovers anyway. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was pretty cool because you could watch the old bridge to get demoed from the new bridge. Sure. Which was nice. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So for non-experts, Millings is just dirt? Nope. Um, it is recyc- uh, it, it used asphalt, essentially. So you have, when you pave a road, you, if, 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 if when, like in this section, this is the Broadway Curve Project. So they, it's concrete paving with an asphalt overlay and they used rubberized asphalt typically in Arizona, yeah. which is, it's still aggregate. It's still emulsion. It's still an asphalt mix, but then there's a uh, shredded tire mixed into it as well to help with noise reduction. And it's a substantial noise Doesn't reduction. Doesn't it prolong the life of the road too? It might do that, but it's, if you feel a cross section of rubber, it's, it's like, it's legitimately spongy. Yeah. It's, it's not super spongy, but if you hit it with a hammer, it wouldn't yeah. necessarily break. For sure. Um, Probably not super awesome to hit with the milling machine. No. So, so since they're redoing that section, what they do is they come through and they mill all the asphalt. So they have a milling machine with the, the basically this drum with a bunch of teeth on the bottom that spins really fast and they drag it along the asphalt. It chews up the asphalt into the little bits, shoots it out into a conveyor into trucks. And that is, that's millings uh, that, that, that can then be recycled because asphalt can be recycled into new asphalt yes so a lot of times all of that will be hauled away because it's valuable they'll stockpile it at an asphalt plant and then they'll use a certain percentage of that in new asphalt mix as wrap recycled asphalt pavement ready for a fun fact yes asphalt is the number one most recycled product in the world yes with like a 90 percent recycle rate the crazy thing but but Millings also makes for really good, like, temporary roads. Yeah, I don't road know. Base. I've never seen Millings just get thrown away. No. Yeah, you, you want to keep now, that stuff Now, I around. personally hate a lot of guys. 
or like take that to my house and layer my driveway with it. I hate millings. I don't ever want to have millings in my driveway. It's just, it's a disaster when they get wet. Yeah, but it's awful. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they are great for a temporary situation, like temporary a, like a road into the job site, or if you want to like build a parking lot. But like, man, my one buddy, he had, he did a whole driveway out of Millings, and like it's just every time you walked in his garage, it's like shits everywhere, and it's like it smells when it rains. Because you have to, <laughs> if if you used Millings, you'd have to, uh, put something on top of it to hold it yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like and a tack coat. He never did that. I don't know if it's a tack coat, but it's it's like what they do with the the chip seal. Yeah, like you could do that to any driveway. They'll they'll lay out the emulsion, yeah. and then they'll lay the rocks on it, and then roll it. Yeah, I was trying to talk my my uh, my landlord into it because he just is really bad at maintaining our one mile long dirt driveway. And I was like, let's just come in here and hit it with a grater, and then spray it. You never have to worry about it, and you don't have to pave it. He's like, yeah. I don't know anything about that. I'm like, that's why I'm here to tell you. That reminds me of so silly. The they'll Millings is nice too because it keeps dust down on yeah. all roads. But I was in Arizona, and they spray their hall roads with this like it's like a I don't it's not peanut oil, but it's something along those lines to um, suppress dust on hall roads. What? It's like a Oil, it's like an oily substance. Maybe like a but corn it's, oil? It's environmentally friendly. What? And they'll spray it all down on their on, on their hull roads that every so often. Awful. And it binds kind of all the dirt together and keeps the dust down. I feel like that was in Montana. Wasn't that a... No. I feel like I've seen that too. Maybe, maybe it was. They also did it in Montana. Maybe. They had like, like a company come in and do it. Maybe they did do it there too. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I remember this. Where was that? At the copper mine there? Yeah. But the one I'm thinking of specifically is in Arizona. And it really works. It's hmm. super It's super effective. Interesting. Yeah, there, there's no dust. Because dust is bad for the environment. Oh. Yeah. No. Kind of. Not really. Not really. Nobody cares. It makes for really good sunrises and sunsets. Yeah. Yeah. Team Dust. Are you Team Dust? I'm Team Dust. <laughs> yeah. I said I, it. It is funny. I made my stance. Like a, a place like California that's so environmentally restrictive mm-hmm. doesn't really care about dust. Yeah. No, I when we did that uh, thing with, uh, with with Josh, with the grinder. Oh, the dust was and everywhere The dust there. was everywhere, and they cleaned the filters like twice a day. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you allowed to do this? And he said, well, they'd rather see dust than fire. Uh-huh. And I said, well, I guess that makes sense. Or save water. I wonder how Both, this, I guess. This, the Central Valley is going to be with all the water now. Uh, like now that every reservoir is full. Probably the same. Probably the same. Probably the same, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah. Probably still going to be an awful place to be. It's still just a dust bowl. Yeah. Because uh, they'll never use it is the problem. They'll say we can't we can't use this water. So that that's like a historic amount of water, right? That's yes. not a normal. No, 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 no. They broke. So like, they went from way too little to way too much. Yeah, they broke every damn record imaginable out out west. How were the dam? Well, well, I guess the last time they would have got that rain was 2017 when those dams blew. That was only up north. I don't think that was across the board. But yeah, the Oroville Dam. I wonder how the how those will hold up. 
but that the the problem the the problem was kind of the water on that but the 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 real problem was the uh the spillway uh-huh so they like the way a dam works in in real layman terms is you put a a you know a big concrete wall in the river mm-hmm. which backs up the river behind it creating a reservoir but that dam lets a certain amount of water through right. to keep the flow of the river downstream and to typically produce power so yeah. you have kind of you have intakes and you have piping inside that dam to let the water still go through in a measured way but then the problem is when you get too much water in that reservoir and, and you're not letting it out fast enough they typically have a spillway that you can just wash more water down the river mm. as necessary so it doesn't go over the dam which would be catastrophic right the what happened there was they started to use the spillway because the water got so high but then the spillway started to fail but the they, they couldn't stop running the spillway right. because more water was coming into the reservoir and they needed to let the water out. So they just ran the spillway, even though it was failing right. catastrophically and completely obliterated the whole spillway Yeah, as a result and washed a huge amount of and material. And then the emergency spillway failed. Well, th- so that was the spillway. Yes. Yes. Well, and then they, yeah. Because they have the, they have the spillway, they control it and they have the one yeah, to the was, left, that is just like an overflow, like your sink. So it was all just a yeah. complete disaster. I hate that. It was like just a little bit before our time. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, yeah, but it was. It was, uh, it was black, Uncle, the Black and Yellow Company. Uncle K. The Black and yeah. Black and Yellow Uncle P. Uncle P. Yeah. So Uncle but, P K. But every everybody and their mother. I was still out think there that would have been cleanup. The cleanup was cool. Yeah, because McAmis was out there. Yep. Uh there were a ton of companies out there. I think we still could have gone in. I think so too. Had it been like today, it happened right now. Oh, I would have done everything I could yes. to figure it out. Yeah. Disaster stuff is, it's not cool, but it is cool from like a coordination, logistics, work standpoint. It's not lit, but it's totally lit, dude. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Or, I mean, like the 9-11 cleanup. Yeah. That must have been... I see now that's one I probably would have stayed away from because all those guys have cancer now. Yeah. But at the time, like you didn't know that. Well, now I know that. Okay. Yeah. 22 decades later. So, you do know that. so I'm going to wear like a full, full scuba respirator if that if, ever happens but, but, again. But all, a lot of those guys too, it was, it was a prolonged exposure. That's true too. Those guys were out there for like 16 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. For a year plus. Uh-huh. But fires hurricanes flooding it's all crazy to see after the fact yeah and heavy equipment is the first it's first, first responders thing. yeah and then heavy equipment is right right behind that yeah snow removal snow in boston they've definitely swept up some bodies in the snow oh really accident, yeah you mean like people that died people got stuck or yeah. people that yeah, were people that died of exposure and got i never up. thought of that wow that's that's Damn! Thanks for that one. That's the irony of <laughs> I, I did not need that thought today. Well, but that's the, that's the irony of of global warming. Far more people die by cold than they do by heat. Like way more people die by cold. Cold uh, is bad for human beings. Uh, this is not a scientifically backed up <laughs> thought at all. This is not a scientifically backed up. Podcast. This this thought that I'm about to share is not 
in any way uh, representative of the scientific community. <laughs> if you think about it, so the, the theory that I have is that, okay, well, obviously we had a very warm winter. All of the trees where I live in Pennsylvania have already bloomed. So we're like a month ahead of schedule for... Really? Yes. It's unreal. Mm. And my thought process when I was flying out of there the other day, I was like, I wonder if the trees are blooming faster because they have more carbon dioxide in the air to f- feed on. Uh, that's part of the reason. Yeah. Yeah, CO2 is good for trees. It is very good for trees, and they have plenty of it now. <laughs> that's That's why... Like they've studied tree growth over the past 50 years and it's substantially greater than ever before because large in part the CO2. So it's good. It's good. Yeah. My 7.3 is good. You're feeding the trees. I'm feeding the trees. That's a sticker if <laughs> you know, I've ever heard one. You know what I was thinking about this morning when I was working out? What? Every reptile is solar powered. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So, we're, so we're getting the office lizard? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, I, I, like if you think about it, an alligator, huh. it's solar powered. Interesting. It can't do anything without the sun. That's right. Whoa. It's got to charge itself up. Huh. Crazy, huh? My brother, um, he's in the Air Force, and I guess one of his um, his, uh, his commanding officer's wife, I guess, is a zookeeper. Uh-huh. And I guess they have to take certain animals home with them when they're babies to, like, expose them to humans. Oh, that's cool. So they brought um, a bunch of baby kangaroos to their base yesterday. And it's funny because they have like little diapers on. They're just like, it was like this big. Yeah. I was like, damn, I want a baby kangaroo now. They they do get big though. Like the ones I saw in Tasmania. They're big and mean. Well, they they even, but, but the ones in Tasmania, they weren't even that big, but they come up to you and you have the bag of food in your hand and they, they were like, give me that damn food. Yeah. And you're, you're thinking and you're like, this kangaroo could probably kick my ass. Oh, right for now. sure! Like without yeah. a doubt, I think he could get the food yeah. if he really wanted it. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the things I think. Um, like people that have never been to America probably think it's all either Hollywood or New York City. Probably right. That's what I think. Or people with guns just running around everywhere. Well, it's people. it's three. It's it's the New York City, and then the guns in the middle, and then guns Hollywood. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it depends where you go, but. That's kind of, uh, I feel like, the, the perception of America. Um, my perception of Australia, where there's kangaroos everywhere, there's actually kangaroos <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, I kind of went there, though. Like, yeah. No, there, there can't be kangaroos everywhere. They and must there be is. like one little region, yeah. the kangaroo region. Yeah. But they, yeah, they're everywhere. Huh. They're, they're like deer. Interesting. And even like downtown? Not downtown, but like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's kangaroos in towns. I didn't. I didn't go to that many urban ruse. Yeah. Hmm. Or do you think they become problematic? Like they they have to like shoot them out of the city. Yeah. <laughs> Capture them like they do alligators yeah. in Florida communities. I want to after they eat little dogs. I'm pretty determined to have a Highland cow, fluffy cow. Um, John Skopeniak has a. I know his brother raises them. So I really, the problem is they're very expensive because they've become, they've become a, a status item for rich people. Designer cows. They're designer cows. But on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Jared has two. Jared has two. Yeah. Yeah. But he got his dehorned. What does that, 
What's the difference? Oh, dehorned. I thought you said dewormed. I'm like, don't you have to do that to everything? No. Oh, dehorned. Yeah. No, they got. I they got to keep the horns. That's part of the. That's part of the appeal for me. They're just like why they just look funny. Yeah, they look like um, they look like Star Wars creatures. Oh, they do. They do look the like horn. Star Wars yeah. creatures. Yeah. Yeah. These people down the road, um, they have a ton of. So they have, gotta be the weirdest farm, um, but it's very fitting because I live in Bucks County, which is like. It's like the the richest county in Pennsylvania, and I don't belong there. And down the road, there's this farm that has, they've got to have like 10 or 15 fluffy brown highland cows. Mm -hmm. They've got a pack of sheep. Mm -hmm. They have uh, like 25 black horses Wow, that always are together. And then they have something else weird too. Alpacas? Alpacas across the street. That's somebody else's that's another. That's another thing that's gotten popular. Alpacas. Alpacas are big too. Yeah. I think they have like, um, have a bunch of ducks or something. They have a I, small fowl. Of some I would. Kind. I I want a bunch of animals, but I I want, uh, horses, and then I want just one zebra, just one. Yeah, to just throw people off. Like as they're driving by, I just want them to look out. Oh, look at those horses. Wait, it, is that a fucking zebra? Yeah. Like, mom, look a zebra. Yeah. Like, shut up. It's not a zebra. Those yeah. are horses. Yeah. And sh- there's a zebra there. Yeah. Or like just to play with people. Prairie dogs. Well, I think you get those. Just like prairie dogs. Just, just a whole just town like of prairie dogs. A thousand prairie dogs. We would shoot gophers in Montana, Wyoming. Gophers are funny too. Yeah, that field would be just Wrecked. riddled with holes. It would, well, it would have like little mountains everywhere. The go- the gophers are a problem because they dig the holes and then the cattle can get their oh their their uh, feet oh, stuck in them. True. They break their feet and then you uh, have to kill the cow. Yeah, true. Or or horses too. You have to kill horses sometimes yeah. when they Break their damn leg, stepping in a gopher hole. Damn, horses would be useless, huh? Well, I feel like we we did develop the world with horses, and then they're kind of just now forgotten about. We can bring horsepower back. Because we got diesel, diesel power. Did they, I wonder if there's like a scraper for a horse. Yes, that's how they used to do it. I don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen like how a, have you not seen those pictures of the draft horses running a scraper? Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Scrapers, blades, they did everything. Yeah. Well, me, Garrett's trying to. Garrett has like a a draft horse blade. He's trying to get horses to run it. If anybody has horses, hit me up. <laughs> if anybody has Clydesdales, <laughs> I am. I'm kind of thinking that maybe we'll be able to get a good deal on the Budweiser Clydesdales because they're not doing too bad right now. <laughs> So maybe they might auction those off to make up for some losses. I, I have been seeing a lot of videos about um, Budweiser uses tar- for target practice. <laughs> a lot of people have been shooting the Budweiser cans now. Yeah. Which still, I guess, gives them business. Oh, for sure. But that that was a real pickle for them. Like I don't really know how they thought that was going to go. Well, I, I heard it was kind of the, the, like the marketing department just kind of went rogue and just kind of did it. Ah. But they didn't, or at least that's what they're claiming. They, it wasn't. It wasn't an official campaign, but that's one of those companies that's like too big to go out of business. But oh, that's what you think. But the beer companies are fascinating because they've they all own been like around. Forty companies. They've all yeah. They all they all own ev- everything. Yeah. It's like three companies that own everything. Yeah. Yeah. Every single brand imaginable is probably owned by one of these companies, and they've all been around for forever. Can you get food poisoning from beer? Can you? I mean, from a dirty tap line. 
I guess I guess you can get food poisoning. Would you ever realize that you got food poisoning for it, or would you just blame it on the alcohol? Okay, so I've I've had I had one night that I I just got terribly sick and I did not have that much to drink. It's me food every, poisoning. Everybody's like, oh, but but you got you know, but, but you were drink. I've had two two times it's happened. Everybody's like, oh, no, you were drinking. I'm like, I was drinking, uh-huh. but it's not like I haven't drank that much before many times over never had a single problem but i and i I was sick in bed for like a whole day after Mm. both times maybe i'll start blaming it on food poisoning Hmm. when you're hungover yeah yeah i had too much seltzer i had food poisoning have you had food poisoning Mm, probably how do you how do you not know if you had it's been a while it has been a while it dude food poisoning not a good time I do. Um, I have See, a lot of international travel this this year. Yeah, that's when you get it. They cook different. Yeah, it's not the food poisoning, but you're you're you. Yeah, there's all these bacteria that your body's not used to. It's the lack of bleach in their food is what does it. Yeah, because yeah. we we don't actually we don't actually use real ingredients for our food in our country. Yeah, everything is so processed that you're good to go regardless. For sure, but other places use real things i highly recommend the wh cleanse so i i build up my immunity system by visiting waffle house every day (laughs) and people think i'm crazy but boy does it work did you go this morning i didn't go this morning so they actually closed the one i used to go to here and it's kind of a pain in the ass to get to the other one now um so they closed the one on across the river because the homeless population would shoot up right outside the window that happens. So the other one, the only, the only other good one is uh, the one by the airport. And man, at seven o'clock, I just do not want to fight airport traffic. For for dine in, it doesn't open till seven. Yes. See, that's the problem, though. It's that's, a pain in the ass. For the working man, seven o'clock does and, not work for breakfast. And it, and it's just, unless you're a truck driver. They it's a it's a thing that they did with COVID. Now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the one that I went to in Florida was open at six thirty. Because I just went to the one in Daytona Beach. I feel like they have to open. That was there. an experience. Why? Well, I stayed on the beach on Monday. I saw that because it was cheaper. Yeah. Because I'm like anti Airbnb now. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I, Why? I do not deal with them if I don't have to. I, I I'm anti hotel. I'm the opposite camp. I, I fucking hate hotels. I just I, stayed in one the other day. I'm like, I hate this. It is just so much easier. And I'm so sick of paying like a cleaning fee that's more expensive than the apartment. I don't, I don't think it's easier though. Cause you have to walk in and to go to your room, you have to talk to somebody. I don't want to talk It usually takes like somebody. 30 seconds. I don't want to talk to you. If you, I if don't you wanna... use Holiday Inn, you can use an app and you just walk right in. You scan the, the thing. Really? Yeah. You haven't talked to anybody? No. That's why I like Airbnb and National Rental Car too. I don't have to talk to anybody. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to tell you where I'm going. I don't have to tell you. How I'm doing Yeah, today. no, I don't like dealing with that. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I just like, I just hate the rules of like Airbnbs. And then like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I've watched a lot of videos on how it's really bad for the local economy. Mm-hmm. And most Airbnb hosts are just total shitbags. And I'm tired of giving them money. Mm. So, so you're going to give it to the shitbag yes. corporate hotels. Yeah, because at least they're set up for it. Uh-huh. And I don't have to like, put the towels in a certain way or like 
I don't do Shut any of that. Li- yeah, I, I got do, I, I got like I, four bad reviews in the last couple of months because I haven't been putting the towels in the tub. No, I, I, and I'm I, just like, all right, fuck you guys. They send me their rules. I'm like, great. All of these I'm going to completely ignore. Yeah. I'm not going to trash the place, but I'm going to leave the towels on the floor. I'm not taking the trash out. Yeah. I'm paying you $115 as a cleaning fee. Yep. You can figure it out on your own. Yeah. If you're not going to charge me a cleaning fee, if it's like some old lady, I'll do my chores, whatever you want. But yeah. I'm not doing both. Yeah. So make up your mind, Airbnb yeah. hosts. So anyway, I've been traveling a lot by myself lately. So it's been just cheaper to do a hotel. Mm. It was like $190 to stay on the beach in a Marriott across from a Waffle House. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yes. Let's do it. Interesting. Daytona Beach is messed up right now. And I from didn't realize the, that. From the storm? Yeah. Every single hotel on the beach is destroyed. Wow, really? Every other hotel is shut down because they're structurally compromised. Are they just like shuttered? Yes. They're all, I mean. Like there's a fence around it with a padlock? And- yes. It seems like half of them, most of them just got the insurance money because they just started demoing pools and stuff. I did not know any of that was happening. Well, when you build something right on the, on the beach yeah, yeah. in sand, yeah. there's a, there's and the a beaches, terrible about this. Those beaches don't look like they've been, had a lot of work done to them lately because there's like a huge drop off. Well, did, did the wise man build his hotel on sand? No. He built it on a rock. Uh... In the water, though. Hmm. Is that still in the water? I don't know. Um, but yeah. The, so the beach is eroding, which I is was, I was standing the there. Foundation. I was I I walked out because it was a balcony with the ocean view, and I, I was standing there. I was like, "Damn, this is nice. This is like the nicest work trip I've ever gone on." I'm standing there and I'm looking down the ocean, and my eyes my eyes start drifting to the left to the hotel next door. I'm like, "Weird, that hotel is." Very dark. Nobody there. Nobody there at 7 p.m. What's that, what's that about? And I start looking down, and I realize that half of the pool is laying on the beach. Yeah, that, that And then I it. saw the, the, the pile driving rig putting in pilings to save the hotel. And I was like, whoa, got to go check that out. And I walk down there, and it's like, this one's messed up. This one's messed up. This one's messed up. None of them have pool. At, none of them have beach access because all the stairs and the walls are gone. It's crazy. Have you uh, have you seen the stuff in Utah that's starting to happen? Like landslides and stuff? Yeah. I haven't really seen anything <clears throat> major, but I'm sure it's coming. People's houses falling off mountains? I've seen one of those, yeah. I still, yep. There yeah. was footage of, like, people got it. They evacuated the house because the house started moving. Like, honey, the house is moving. Ah, oh, it's not. Yeah. Holy shit, it is moving. Yeah. Let's get out of here. And then four hours later, setting up video camera, a house just, <sighs> just disappears. Unreal. Right off the edge of the cliff because the soil is so saturated. That's like some Pennsylvania stuff when like um, my, where my grandparents live in Pittston uh, a couple of years ago, all the, t- all the time, actually, there's like roads will just disappear <laughs> because there's just so many underground coal shafts that, oh. that were left abandoned. So like Northeast PA is riddled with coal shafts. Yeah. There's houses all the time. that just like, hey, our backyard got swallowed. Okay. Was it um, in Pennsylvania where like the whole town was burning underneath? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's Centralia. Yeah. Um, that's a mine that's burning underneath. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, to me it is like the <laughs> I know the company that used to um, they'll hire an excavation company to like deal with the mine fires, mm-hmm. so to spray the water on it, and 
my grandfather worked for the company back in the day when they were when they're doing it and he told me that they used to so they would have like a hose set up and they would just like spray the fire so they would when somebody came around they would have the hose spraying the fire and then when everybody left they would turn the hose to the left and they would spray the ground mm-hmm. without fire and it was just like a never-ending job you know what i mean that's what the boss told them to do yeah so it's like it's the biggest like super fun scam in the world to me is mine fires I, a lot of the disaster response just in general it's it's pretty pretty lacking <laughs> you see well but you see some of the contracts too like, yeah how does that work yeah they're someone took someone to dinner yeah and you know under the table i don't know what they did but they did something yeah like there's just no way that's just a yeah multi-billion dollar no bid contract Centralia is cool though because you'll be it's like right smack in the middle of coal country so you'll be going okay there's a big ass coal mine and then all of a sudden nothing ghost town and you go a little bit further you can go either direction coal mine coal mine and it's just like man it they just gave up on this place how far from reading is that oh like 10 minutes Oh, really? Well, they have a mine on the north side, and they have all the rest of their stuff on the south side. So I feel like I've I've been to some of those mines. Uh, I've maybe. Been, I've been to some other ones. The, you too. probably haven't been to the one in Centralia, because they're a little tough to get in with. What do they run there? They have a 5130. They have a Manawak Dragline. They have a, God, they have a bunch of 992s. Um, yeah, I've been to that one. We have a couple of D11s. Earth Movers is in there now doing backfill. Uh, and then the the mine with the 1250 they just got and the new PC2000, that'll be up the road from that one mm. in Mount Carmel. Is that where they're running the 6015s? So they didn't buy the 6015s. So Brubacher actually bought them. The site work and development company. You might have to edit this out. The site work and development company. Why? I edited it out. I don't know. Don't edit this out. Yeah, co- contractors think they everything they do is secret. That's it's true. It's like, we know everything. We know when you buy big machines. People tell us that stuff. Yeah. Well, the only and one of the only reasons I know that is because an operator from a competing company quit to go run the 6015. Yeah. That but that's, that's the funny thing is, it's like, everybody's worked for everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like you you know every yeah. so what's your competitor doing oh they're doing xyz so you're like so if you know that don't you think that they yeah. know your xyz like uh. now supposedly maybe this might work out because maybe this will help me solve this rumor if somebody hears this from the company and messages me supposedly they also bought a 6020 that's what i've heard and i don't know how true that is i've heard that it well. is bizarre to me that a site work and development company is getting into coal. However, no, no, Cleveland Brothers just sold a few more 6020s. For sure. I think a lot of them are going out west, though. I thought 6020s were old machines. Nope. No. So the 6020 is the, this is the one I posted yesterday. So that one's like a year old. Yeah. So they, so they, they bought the, um, they bought the, uh, I can't remember the name of the company now. I think it's Owen K. Yeah, it is. So they bought, they bought ONK. Well, they bought Bucyrus. Which, yes. Which owned ONK. Yes. So the 6020 used to be the 6018. And then they developed the 6020. Yes. 
which yeah. we are currently trying to decide through an open forum debate if it is in fact ugly or pretty looking. It's sounds it, like we're leaning a little towards the ugly side. Yeah, it's it's not the prettiest machine. Now I will say I think everything in that size class is pretty damn ugly to begin with. Canada had a strong stance on that. Yeah, Canada's got some things to say, and I don't always agree with Canada, but that's okay because Canada's opinion doesn't matter in that regard. I did say that's what I said. It's it's the fat kid on the block, but it has a great personality. It does. I just like the way it sounds. I don't know if all the ones I've seen are supposed to sound like that. They've just got this crazy whine to them. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a supercharger on a tank. It does sound pretty cool. It's nuts. Yeah. They sound so cool when you're standing there. Yeah. That's, I need to go back up there. I'm, I'm going to do reading on the road trip too. Yeah. They'll have a lot of cool stuff do, coming up. Do schlock and then reading. Yeah. They'll have they'll have a pile of cool stuff. They'll have um. So they'll have the new PC two thousand. They're gonna get six more HD fifteen hundreds, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they might get a new. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Buy the one in uh, Florida. I don't know if I want to sell that to them. If you need, if you're looking for a Marion rope shovel, with a parts machine, with the parts machine. Give us a call. We have one. We'll, we'll sell you one. On consignment. Yeah. In Florida. But worldwide shipping. Probably worldwide shipping. What if we started a consignment company? What? New division? We, we, we could probably make some pretty good money. The, on, the, on that shovel, what are they replacing it with? You don't know? Did you talk to them? Uh, no. They're, so they're, the crusher is actually available with it, the mobile crusher. Wow. They've set up a whole new primary plant. And they're going to do the same thing that CMX does. They're going to mine it with a drag line. And then a loader and trucks and haul it to the primary. 992s, uh, 795s. Yep. They were like, man, CMX is doing pretty good. Let's just do it the way they're doing it. So yeah. this goofy ass mobile crusher that floats. Yep. Uh, I the, mean, the it's crusher, sick. The crusher doesn't float. Yeah, that's conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. It's a sick setup. Don't get me wrong. Having loading loading a crusher with an electric rope shovel is gnarly. Well, so so what they do, it's a mobile crusher. Yeah. Yeah. Mobile crusher. So they they, on steroids. They uh Florida water table, super high. You put a shovel in the ground, you're hitting water. So they mine the aggregate, but the aggregates so all the aggregates below the water table, they throw it all up onto the surface with a drag line into big piles, surface level. And, and they let that drain out over the week or two. And then they come in with that rope shovel, mine the piles, have the crusher on tracks, pull right up to it, throw it into the crusher, which then feeds it into a conveyor belt that's floating on the water in front of it. That then, I mean, it's, it must be a mile away, oh, yeah. two miles to the plant or whatever it is from there. That's one of the wackiest aggregate operations I've seen. But that's why they're switching to trucks because I guess like it's a long trip for a truck. But they don't need a lot of them because the plant doesn't process it that fast. Uh, so, kind of the same problem that CMEX has. The CMEX, they're opening a new cut. Yes. Yeah, and I went out to it. So they'll have, they'll have a close operation and they'll have a faraway operation. So they're just going to like... Oh, balance the two? Yeah. Oh, that's So it works out pretty good. So they did that in lieu of buying two new trucks. Interesting. The, uh, the, the new C-Max operation, they, uh, Josh was explaining the clearing to me. Mm-hmm. So they came in, they had to clear it, but the aggregate is that the, the rock, the good rock is below the water table. So they had to get all the overburden 
off the rock, but they can't dewater because there's too much water. Yeah. So they essentially had to just put dozers in the water mm. and squeegee the material. It is it is crazy. The rock, the overburden crews there are disgusting. That is not a job I ever want. Oh no no no! The machine the machines were destroyed. Yeah, that's why I I asked them about. It. I'm like, why why is all the equipment such a disaster? It's like because they're they're just working in slop yeah. all day long yeah. to get to uncover the rock below it. They have a 992K out there, and it's just destroyed. Yeah. And salty slop as well? No. It's all freshwater because it's so far inland. It's, it's, I think it might be brackish. Uh, there, so my sunglasses, the yellow sunglasses that I wear. Yeah. So I got to Daytona the other day. It was raining. I had my sunglasses on my, like my, my neck uh, at the shirt level. And they got wet. They've been wet before. So I put them in the car and I forgot to wipe them off. Mm. So there's water on them overnight. I get back and the coating is all peeling off the sunglasses. That wasn't water. It was not water. That was. There's something in that Florida air. There, there be something in the water down there. It's, it's all the, all the stuff from the, the collapsing hotels. It must be it. All the asbestos. Yeah. Totally ruined my glasses. I was so mad. That's a bummer. Yeah. Those glasses so, were dumb. They were great. It's not, it's not actually a bummer. They were, they were the best glasses I've ever owned. And I can't even get a replacement because they discontinued them because they were so awesome. That's, no, that's great news. I'm, like, I'm really I happy about Red this. ones now. I had someone actually over the fence with a little mist bottle. Ah, spraying me with, spraying. with acid. <laughs> yeah, some, <Yeah>. some acid. <laughs> explains the rash. <laughs> um, yeah, Florida is, I don't know. Every time I go to Florida, I'm just, I, I don't like it. I don't necessarily look forward to it. I don't. I don't not like it. I like it. I think I'm starting to like it more than South Carolina. Really? Yeah, I think so. Really? There's more to do. There's a lot more to There'd do. There'd be more freedom. They got their freedom down there. South Carolina's pretty chill too. Like during COVID. No, Florida's like better. South Carolina did not give a single. Fuck. No. Yeah. Except for Charleston. Charleston's like a little microcosm. Yeah. It's a little bubble. Yeah, Charleston was a little, little bit more locked down. Yeah, but South Carolina, it's like, dude. I mean, I still people... never skipped a beat. No, Arizona was. Pr- I never, sweet. I never stopped working. We, the job I was on, I mean, they mandated masks because they're from out of state, but like, we never wore them. Oh, from Silicon Valley. Yes, they're not from out of state. They're, yes, they're yes, woke AF. And then, uh, and I think we only closed down restaurants for a month, so. Yeah. It, no, we didn't care. I don't even think we closed all the way. It was just takeout for like a month or yeah. two. And then went back to normal. Did you see like all the all the late night show hosts are like talking shit on COVID now? Yes. I was watching, uh, what's the, uh, John, the late night show with John, not John Daly. Stewart. John Stewart. He's like a conspiracy theorist now. Mm-hmm. He was on uh, Colbert and he was talking about. Was that recently? That was like the other day. Really? I watched the video. Because he was on he was on a while back and he started to talk about stuff and Colbert kind of shut him down because he didn't have permission to talk about it. We can't talk about it. Interesting. Hmm. But on this podcast, we can talk about it all day long. Yeah, I don't think they care. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Have y'all had it? I've oh, never I've never had it. Probably several times. No, I've never had it. I don't know, because I never officially Aaron's never had it. No, yeah, I've I've officially I've never had COVID. See, it's stupid because I've gotten tested for it. And every time I'd get tested, they'd be like, Oh, you came too early. 
or, oh, you came too late or, oh, you have to get another test. And I'm like, this is stupid. I just tell me if I have it or not. I've only, it's the only thing that you have to get tested several times for and get tested in the right way to know if you got sick or not. Because the test company makes more money the more tests you use. Yes. So you got to just, yeah. So stupid. But uh, I I only had to do COVID tests for Saudi Arabia last year. Mm. And I was terrified that I was not going to, I was not going to pass them. Yeah. But we had to get a COVID test to get into the country. And then while we were in country, we had to get one to go to Dubai. And then we had to, it was while everybody in the United States had COVID and nobody in Dubai had COVID. I had to get another COVID test in Dubai to prove I didn't have it to get back into the United States. Very useful. Where everybody had it. Very useful. Hmm. But that's the only time. And I passed all three of them. So I've never had it. Interesting. We, we travel so much. We're exposed to all kinds of weird stuff. All oh, the time. I'm just always sick. I'm not sick because I'm healthy. I'm, I'm just always but hit with something. It's brutal. It's brutal. No, I kind of would. I haven't really gotten anything in a while. Have you noticed at airports, no one knows how to travel? Uh, I noticed that everywhere I go, nobody knows how to interact with anybody as a human being. I don't know what it is. It's like, but outside of the airport, everybody's rational. Yeah. You go into the airport, all sense of awareness, yep. of rationality, of intelligence, you just leave it at the door. Yep. And, and it's just fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Every, every airport, every, every place I go now is just nuts. There's not one experience where I'm like, I, I, this isn't so bad. This one, Nashville, I hate this airport now. Yeah, it's... The la- I, I flew in here, what, last week, the week before? I couldn't move. It was so busy. That's crazy. I had to ask people to get out of my way because I couldn't get to where I was going. Well, that's... The, the, so they, they, they did this expansion, yep. $1.5 billion expansion. It just to, wasn't enough. To, to deal with the increased traffic. And then they announced another one and a half billion dollar expansion while they were still doing the first expansion because they'd already passed the traffic numbers. And they built the satellite. I didn't even, they didn't even tell anybody they're building the satellite. Oh, the, you have to get up. You're going to have to ride a bus to get out yeah, there. Yeah, the little wing out there. Yeah. It's like, I've you been, guys couldn't find a better place for this. I've been watching that for a year. I didn't know what it was. Neither, I thought it was time. a hangar. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was something. I was like, that's a weird place to put a hangar. But it might be for international. I think it's going to be for like a legion. And those little airlines. I hope so. If I have to get on a bus, yeah, to get to my yeah, Southwest that's going to be so dumb. American flight. I was like, "There's no way they're going to put a because con- it's a lot of connections that come into there too for Southwest." Uh, it is. So I don't think is. they'll do that. But there's some people that'll connect two to three times to get somewhere. Imagine, imagine being that dumb, dude. I imagine, no, that, I don't imagine play having that, game. that kind of time when everybody's like, "Oh, you don't fly the same airline." I'm like, "Oh, you're still doing that game?" Yeah, bro. Fly whoever gets you there direct. Yes. Don't fuck with connections. Yep. That is that is where it goes wrong. I don't connect anymore. Very rarely. I, I do connect, but I try to avoid it. I don't get screwed all that often anymore. I would sooner drive to, le- I would sooner like fly to somewhere nearby and drive the rest of the way. I, I do that a lot. You do that. I flew into Atlanta the other day and then I drove home. Yep. I'm not going back to the airport. Are you kidding me? Yep. Or like sometimes I'll fly to Charlotte and drive to Charleston. It's... Because it's a three-hour drive. Oh, because you would, yeah, you'd connect in Charlotte anyway to Charleston, and that flight is probably delayed or canceled yep. half the time. Yeah, because it's such a small flight. It's, it's a always small the flight. last one. That, it's always the first one to get cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, because there's a clear priority system. Yes. So international first. Yeah, if you're not going to New York, or LA, you're you're last. Yeah, list. big plane second. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're on a little scrub plane yeah. going to Charleston, sucks. get out of here, dude. Yep. Beat it. Yep. Yeah, just cancel those people. We don't give a fuck. Yep. They do be like that. It's consistently the airlines pay more for a declining product. They what now? And you don't have a choice. You pay more for a worse oh, yeah. offering. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's why like, I'll fly like Allegiant once in a while. I've actually been flying them quite a bit lately. Because I don't they, do that. Well, I can fly like a king with them for half the price that I pay with American. What's, what's, what, how's flying like a king work? I am like, they treat me like God because I pay $200 instead of $80. Oh, because you get some of the options? Like, if yes, I, pay, I would like a water bottle. If I want to go. Yes, I do have legs. If, yes, if I want to go, <laughs> if I want to go from Allentown to Nashville, that's the only direct flight option. I they have a direct flight? Like Sundays and Thursdays, Monday, Sunday morning and night, Thursday morning and night. Uh-huh. So it almost never works out, but they have a lot of other options. Like I flew from, from Jacksonville home with them. But if I, if I want to pay for every single thing that I can, if I want to spend the most amount of money I can spend to go from Allentown to here, it's like $283 <laughs> and I get all my check bags for free. They're like rolling out the red carpet everywhere I go. Oh yeah. You can get on the plane before all the handicapped people go for it. <laughs> and then like all my bags go in the overhead and like all the fall, if I want food or something, they'll hook me up. Um, they'll rub my feet for me. Is there, is there any? They'll steam my jacket. Is it's there anybody nice. on that? Anybody on that flight? Uh, it's usually packed. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because it's a vacation. It's, ah, that is it's for thing. it's for it's for people on a budget that want to go on vacation. That's what it is. Almost every and I'm usually the here. only business person on the plane. It's so why yeah you that that is why the airport sucks here. Because everybody's It's fucking, always vacation. It's all yep. people coming in. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that comes here for business. To just binge drink. Yep. For a weekend. Yep. And I'm just like, get out of my way. I'm trying to do my job. Move. That's what. That's where I, I do wish, and I know they have this, it's called private, but I wish there was a separate yes. lane and everything for people that do it regularly. Like they used to do that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember when my dad traveled for business. Business class. 20 years. Yeah, it was business class, first class. And it was a whole different world, a different experience. Yep. It was sick. Yep. Like they, they, they hook you up every step of the way. Yep. Nowadays, oh, you're, you've, you have a business class ticket? Who gives a shit? Yep. You are nothing. Get in line. Yep. Well, I mean, soon enough, the BuildWit branded... G5 or G6. Yes, I was I was looking at them when I was in Savannah the other day. Which one do I want? What kind of paint scheme would we go with? Would we put cow spots on the G650? Or would we just paint it? Um, what if we bought... Like a stealth bomber. So what if we bought, instead of a G6, um, what if we went to like Gov Planet and got like a used C130? <laughs> you think that's an option? I don't know if your flight hours would be any cheaper. Do uh, they have? You could. We could take the skits here anywhere. I wonder if they have planes on. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you need to pass a background check to go buy a plane. You could probably buy a C-130, though. Planes. Military sur- surplus aircraft and parts for sale. Hmm. Uh, 
Because I know private companies buy Chinook helicopters. Yeah. And Blackhawks. Uh, it's all just like parts and stuff. No. Uh, sir- oh, a 1968 Piper PA-28 prop plane. It ends in 11 minutes. Do you want to bid on it? <laughs> oh, it's in Tennessee. Oh, this is the one. This how is much, it, guys. How much is it? How much is it? Oh, the wing is, it looks like, uh, oh, this one's been wrecked. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one's been very wrecked. <laughs> All right, so that's that's not going to work. Um, the no. unit sustained storm damage on March third, twenty twenty three. Has been reported that this unit includes damage, uh, but is not limited to all of the plane. <laughs> okay, no, no. Uh, just Google uh, C one thirty for sale. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. C one thirty or because we could, if we had a C one thirty, you could put the pickup truck in there. Yeah, you could do everything. There's two for sale from controller dot com. Problem with the C 130s is the military runs the really old ones too. Yeah. So there's a 1962 Lockheed Hercules C 130 for lease available. Uh. And it's in uh, West Palm Beach. I don't know what that costs. You know, Drake has a commercial airliner. He does? Yes. I, I can see that. I feel like it's like a 757. It's, feel, it's a huge plane. I feel like you kind of have to when you have that much money. You need that kind of tax write-off. Well, but I don't I don't think he has 757 money. I feel like, I think it's owned by somebody else and just leased to him. Hmm. But it's one of the nicest private planes that anybody has in the United States. But then you get to like the royal families in the Middle East. Yeah. The kind of stuff they have. They have, yeah. they have whole 747s. I feel like I'd much rather have a C-130. Nobody will put a price on it. So you wouldn't have to talk to anybody during your flight because it's so fucking loud? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, it would just be sick to be able to have a a plane like that. You could skydive to wherever you need to go. Yeah. What other kind of military aircraft would I want to buy? Chinook, for sure. I feel like you can, it'd be a lot easier to get, it's got to be. A a Chinook? Chinook. You can put a skid steer in. You can carry one. Or you could carry one. Chinook for sale. Either way. Um, Wolf. Okay, I don't know if we're gonna be able to afford one of these. What is it like fifteen million? It's like sixty-four million dollars. Sixty-four million? <laughs> no way! Oh my god, they're that expensive. I mean, when you think about it, it is a pretty. It is a pretty. Uh, here's one for twenty-five used. Well, yeah, I I figured it it would be used. Uh, you used one owner. Oh, here's one in twenty thirteen that sold for three. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they're cheaper. That oh, must be a boost. Salvage one. item. Yeah. That $64 million one, though, that probably has like- It's probably the new price for one. Well, it probably has like recliner seats in it. Yeah. It's like the executive package. There's an RC one for $110. <laughs> okay. That's that might that, be a little more in that's our price budget. Yeah. Does it, what, what's its lifting capacity? Doesn't, doesn't Heavy D have a Blackhawk? There are a few million bucks. I mean, it's a it's an expensive Sikorsky UH sixty, and those things drink. Damn, these are from the sixty. I didn't realize these were that old. I don't oh know, yeah, I don't know anything about aircraft. Yeah, the helicopters they use nowadays they're still pretty damn old. Man, this company in West Palm Beach has got some cool shit for sale. The, this company in Montana. Oh, that's so sick. That's what I want to do with it. Yeah, just yeah. flying with napalm exploding in the background. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what you have to do, but. This company in Montana, they buy them in parts and they build them. Okay. And sell them. Um, so if you really wanted one. What about a little bird? No, a guy. A little bird would be nice. You could get anywhere with a little bird. 
Connell Douglas turbine helicopters for sale. Uh, $1.1 million. Let's do it. So you and one other person could fly wherever you want. Four people. Four people. Okay, great. With two people on the skids. And you have to refuel every 45 minutes. What? Probably something like that. Yeah, they're not exactly long range birds, are they? Well, that's, I mean, that's how, that's how much they were refueling when they were cutting. Because they use these to cut the power lines. They use little birds for that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they carry the saws with. So, yeah. So it's pro- well, I guess if you were traveling with it and you weren't carrying a payload, it'd probably be more like a two and a half hour trip. So, but they... Anybody that's familiar with aircraft is probably just like cringing at us talking about <laughs> this right now. <laughs> like these fucking idiots. But what they do for power lines is they basically just have this stick that they that they have below it with a rope yep with saw blades all the way down the stick yeah and they just drag that down all of the tree line along the power lines slicing like in, like you'd think would work in a movie uh-huh. slicing all the trees off clear the right of way and it works they do a lot of it it's really sketchy have you seen it yeah when, it's like back in the day midwest uh, services wasn't doing it was it no they do it all the time and Rotor blade does it in South Carolina. Really? Yeah. It's it's hella sketch. Um, okay, have we have we talked enough about stuff we don't understand? I think I think we've 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 been there. Okay. Well Um That's a pod. That's a pod? We did a pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>